It is May 10th, 2023. Not that that matters, because you could be listening to this anytime, days from now, weeks, even months. Um, or you could be listening to this a year from now, which would be hilariously ironic when we're living in a country that is completely unrecognizable and you're sitting there listening to my dumbass try to explain it. So if you are listening to this a years from now, I just said a years from now, you might as well just turn it off because this shit is not going to get any better. In fact, it's going to be worse. If you're listening to this a year from now, you're probably sitting in uh, third world America, the third world version of the United States, looking around at, at endless homeless people, violence, you're not even going to be able to be safe in your own house. And that's exactly where this is heading. And it pains me to talk about this in light of the, the current U.S. border crisis. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in a pretty fucking bad mood. And I'm going to say a lot of the dirty words. Not that that's any, you know, different from the normal course, but we're living in weird times, and for days now, I've been studying this border shit show, what's left of a border, Um, I've I've been collecting information, reading up on on the scenarios uh, that that could happen in the event of uh, the end of Title 42, which as you probably know if you're listening to this program, that I think tomorrow, today is Wednesday, so yes, I think tomorrow is the official end of Title 42. Now, Title 42, just for those of you who don't know what it is, it's something that's been around for a long time, uh, decades, but it's something that Trump put back in place to stop all immigration uh, for the safety of our citizens for something like covid And I think that was the reason. Now, of course, I think Trump loved the opportunity to stop immigration because that was something he promised. So between that and building a border wall, which would look pretty fucking amazing about now, wouldn't you say? I I really would love to talk to an anti-border person at at this point in time with what's unfolding at our U.S. border. Who's like, no, the wall's racist. Let's not do the wall. We can't keep out the refugees. That's the word. Refugees. Because I'd like to ask him, how is that How is that border wall looking now? You fucking overly sensitive pansies. That's a word that doesn't get used enough anymore. Pansies. What is a pansy? Is that a type of flower? I don't know. Point is... Refugee. That's the big. That was the big woke word everybody was clinging to. You know, it's one of the woke talking points when you're talking about something like border security. And uh, I do have other things I want to get to, but we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna have to brush through those because this is something that's overly on my mind and pissing me off. And we'll get to that and get to why. But the word refugee, a refugee is somebody. It's someone who's seeking asylum. <clears throat> That's what I heard for two years straight under Trump. 
I'm going to I'm going to build that wall. That's what he was pre and I loved it. Build the fucking thing. Keep them out. Build it and line it with with C4. Fucking landmines, dude. Cuz people don't understand what what the importance of border security really is. But but refugees seeking asylum, that's what you heard from all the libtards. And uh, and this is about the point where somebody not on my train of thought who's just checking this podcast out clicks the fuck out of it. This is it was just makes this the best part. If you're a libtard and you're listening, this, how long do you last before the, you just trigger out and have a fucking meltdown? Go dye your hair purple and scream at a wall because nobody else cares. I'm getting furious. This is not a good place for me to be. So the thing is, refugees are people who come to this country, the free and, and amazing United States of America. They come to this country to escape things like tyranny, mainly like tyrannical governments. And, um, you know, we let them in because they're being, you know, killed, starved. Back when we had, like, people with heart weren't like shams. Spit. That's how mad I... Back when we had, like, like, like having a heart and being a caring person actually kind of meant something. Now it's, like, a liberal tagline. And you can't win. Either you're, like, overly, oh, my God, we got to save everyone and we got to include everyone. We got to say the words that we're supposed to say and don't say this. Don't say that. Don't... Ban him! He said bad words. Ban him. That's That's where we're at. Or you could be on the other side, which is, uh, you have to never, like, if you're on that side, you have to just go into fuck it all mode, which is, you know what? I tried to be nice. I tried to say that we should let legal immigration, uh, transpire the way it was uh, designed to be. And it, it can't be like that anymore. You guys aren't willing to compromise with, with the other side. So now we go full fuck it mode. Uh, fuck it. Nobody gets in. No, fuck, you know what? No one gets in. How about that? Uh, how about them apples? Fuck them all. But what if they're... No, 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 no. I don't give a fuck of what... Give me any scenario at this point in time why we should let anybody in this country. Fuck them. And I hate that it had to come to that. I really do. And if you are listening and you're like, dude, you, you need to... If it's your first time listening to me, listening to my podcast and you're like dude this guy's this guy's on cocaine and he's wearing a let's go brandon shirt you're not wrong per se but this is this is a different time you know i've covered a lot of wacky topics a lot of things some hit or miss you know some, a lot of people like some a lot of people don't but you know a lot i've covered a lot of conspiracies you know i began this I began this podcast years ago. Years ago. I mean, you can't even find all my episodes. They, if you notice, they, they don't start at one. Because it's just, they're so old, I can't even... I I won't even put them out. It's so bad. I mean, sound quality. And sh- it might still be bad, but it wouldn't. It was nowhere near as bad as back then. But I started this, A, to have fun. And to talk about crazy conspiracy theories. You know, back when you were allowed to talk about it. You used to be allowed to talk about any conspiracy theory because it was a conspiracy theory. It was wacky. Oh my God, the dude, this guy thinks that they're 
extracting, you know, adrenochrome from kids, like, you know what I mean? And then slowly over time, they decided what conspiracies you're allowed to talk about and which ones you're not allowed to talk about. And that kind of pissed me off. That kind of pissed me off. You know, I'm not a fan of, of telling me what I can and can't say. I don't like that. I don't like that. The internet used to be a wild west, and I really wish that we could go back there. But I digress. Fact is, that's why I started this. But eventually, I just it just became me talking about current news and current events. And I thought, well, why is that? Oh, I know. Because of at some point, and if you're listening and you are in my you, you probably understand what I'm saying. At some point conspiracy met head on with reality. And you had to go hold on, hold on. I'm trying to cover conspiracies, but now I'm covering the news because it's fucking real. Isn't that something? So it all became pretty wacky. Um so I hate that I had to come to this, but it is a different kind of time. And of course, the big the big you know, when I talk about us having a third where I'm getting off topic, I have a tendency to get off topic. And when I'm in a bad mood, I tend to ramble. So I need to not ramble. The US Mexico border is completely fucked. And we're gonna we're gonna get right into that. But I'm gonna do myself do 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 just had a stroke. Um, and I'm going to quickly, kind of quickly just brush through some other shit that I had kind of gathered to talk about with you guys. And uh, I guess the first thing would be Trump being found guilty for sexual abuse and defamation in his civil suit with uh, that Carol bitch. E. Jean Carroll. So, to quickly just, you know, understand what's going on. Uh, uh, I'll just play play the video, I guess. Fuck it. Just play the video. Hopefully it'll work. Nothing ever works. No matter how much money you spend on podcasting equipment, nothing ever works. So, let's play this. We're going to go back to Brian Yenis uh, because they're reading the verdict right now. Brian, what can you tell us? The verdict right now is on the question of whether or not Mr. Trump raped E. Jean Carroll. The the, uh, jury has found him, uh, has said no. But on the question of whether or not she was sexually abused by the former president and whether or not he forcibly touched her, the jury has come back and said yes. They have found him liable for sexually abusing and forcibly touching E. Jean Carroll back in 1996. Uh, That is what we have thus far, guys. All right. Um, Do we have Andy McCarthy here too, guys? All right, let's go to Andy McCarthy. Um, Andy, uh, we have all sort of been through the circumstances of what she alleged happened in this dressing room. And now we're being told that the nine jurors in this case, which is a civil case, a financial case, um, have come back with a verdict of no to the rape charge, yes to battery and abuse and forcible touching. So they, uh, they've they come back, Andy, with a belief <laughs> that, that her story, that they touching. believed her story. Diddling. Not only that, Martha, I think we can already conclude that probably the most important evidence in the case turns out to be the two are the women that Judge Lewis Kaplan allowed to testify who claimed that they were sexually abused by 
Donald Trump. Sounds like Trump. We have another another one that we're going to do. Andy, just stand by for one second. Let's go to Brian Yenis. Brian, on the defamation charge, what can you tell us? Martha, this jury has found that uh, former President Trump did defame uh, e. Jean Carroll. They have found him liable for defamation, and they say they that he find must that? pay two How million dollars to, that to e. Jean Carroll for the two million dollars charge. Uh, no, no word yet on how much they have allotted in terms of the defamation charge. And remember, this defamation charge was about those. Uh, they have. The, the burden of proof for defamation was that it had to be clear and convincing that the statements made about E. Jean Carroll were not only false, but that they were done maliciously and out of hatred or ill will, spite uh, or recklessness. And they have how. found that he is liable for defamation. And they have a, said that uh, former President Trump should be paying, uh, should pay E. Jean Carroll two million dollars, at least. for What the does this charge. mean, right. though? So at least two million dollars, Andy, is the verdict in the, the financial verdict in this case. We know the former president has already said that he will appeal this case. Of course so he will. How, do, how do you expect it to work I'm gonna here with regard it. to all of that? Well, I think it, the appeal has been hurt by the verdict because what I think, I think former President Trump would like to tell an appellate court is that the jury was steamrolled uh, into this conclusion, but they're obviously very discriminating. The, the verdict makes sense in the sense that they acquitted or they found him not liable, rather, on the uh, on the rape charge. Uh, they found him guilty on the uh, sexual abuse uh, charges, the, the lesser ones. Uh, and the reason for that, I think, is that, that if you take the testimony of the three different women who testified in the trial, only E. Jean Carroll went so far as to say that an actual rape occurred. Uh, I think that may have been a bridge too far for the jury. And yeah, this bitch was late to the Me Too movement. She went after the big target, the big fish. You're late, and I ain't paying for those pizzas. Fuck that. Nobody raped you. Sit down. This bitch is ugly, too. E. Jean Carroll. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. She's hideous. She's gross. She's a short, one of them short haircuts. You know, like the short haircuts on a girl? Some girls can pull it off, but this one, not. She just has the face of, like, one of those little half-cocked grins. Like, yeah, I'm going to say you raped me. Fuck out of here. Anyways, so there's that. In case you wanted to know what was going on with uh, old Donnie. The next thing that I wanted to get to. Uh, let's see. I'm going to... It's Biden. It's about Biden, of course. Just just keeping you up to speed on Biden's uh, cognitive decline. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Uh, let me get to the... There's a couple videos. Just a couple. And it's fun. It's not, you know... There's plenty of... Again, there's bigger topics to talk about. The border and whatnot. I'm going to talk about it. Just want to calm down. I'm really angry about it. So, watching our president babble like a retard... Makes me smile, even though it is going to be a nice segue into the why this border thing is even happening. Uh, let's check out dumbass talking here. I honored a group of trailblazing artists, <laughs> National Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included groundbreaking Asian Americans like Vera Wang and <laughs> and and Joan Shingang. I'm going to pronounce Shanga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. She can call me Joe Biden. <laughs> Dude, Biden sounds 
Biden sounds like if you got shit faced and then had to give like a presentation in high school. Like if you were fucked up from the night before and you're like, well, I think that the well, if you if you think about biology from, from a sense what it means, what is biology? You know what I mean? Like just he sounds hammered. Let's check this one. There's there's plenty of these. I've never won an Academy Award. <laughs> can't act worth a damn. Language. Can't sing, can't dance. Can't do much of anything. Now that is true. That is true. See, I, I don't have an intro song anymore for this particular program. But if I did, I'd, I'd want nothing but sound bites of this babbling fool. And I need it to be that. Can't do much of anything. What else? And most of all, oh, we see loud. the possibilities of the community and all the young people here. All of you. What an attractive group of kids. Mm. What an attractive group of kids. I can see up your shorts. Come on, man. Why you got that underwear on? Take that off. First, we just launched a new website. Flightsright.gov. He fucked up his own website. What a jerk off. Let's see what else he's got to say. As we approach Memorial Day this weekend, uh, and Memorial Day weekend, I'm rushing it. Memorial Day. I'm telling you, he sounds drunk. Like, I think they give him, I think they give him medication to, like, keep him from, like, falling asleep or just, like, walking off the stage. Face planning right into the front row reporters, and, and but it keeps him up, but it like makes him like yeah, just say words together. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not all there. There's no fucking way. Dude's out of his mind. All right, I can't, I can't uh, avoid this topic any longer. I'm gonna get irritated, and that's fine. I might shout. So be it. Uh, my window's open, so are my blinds, and it's getting dark out, and people can see in here now. It's weird. You think I don't podcast naked? Is there anybody out there that does that? Podcast naked? I don't have any socks on. My feet stink. My feet, like, they smell like, like, you know when you go to McDonald's when you were a kid, and you go to the playpen area? That's totally safe for kids. And you get that big whiff of just fucking feet, and, 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 uh, a little bit hint of bleach where you know like some minimal like minimum wage employee fucking half ass clean the slide that your kid just got hepatitis on when he slid down anyways okay uh so the US border US Mexico border is in complete chaos um with title 42 being lifted um title 42 uh, it kept a lot of illegal immigrants from entering this country. Not all of them. Nowhere fucking close. But it kept a lot of them from getting in. Uh, but hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants are entering illegally and murdering other migrants on account of cartel violence. And I, I don't have time to get into every little detail, every little example. But we'll, we'll do the quick uh, timeline here I got. Uh, I think this is another Fox News video. I'm very angry at Fox News ever since Tucker Carlson got canned. 
Let's check this out. I'm not gonna watch this whole 13 minute video. You got me fucked. We up. begin with this Fox, Fox News alert. Two gone Monday. In two days. Fox exclusive video shows a massive camp of people waiting inside Mexico to get into our nation. And the Border Patrol is telling us at Fox News, this is a quote, the dam is about to break. I'm Harris Faulkner. You are in the Faulkner focus. You are in the Yesterday, the Department of Homeland Security publicly announced it was launching a law enforcement operation in El Paso, Texas. The Border Patrol Union is furious saying that the feds sabotaged that operation, put those agents in danger potentially. That operation was set to begin and the feds publicly announced it. Why would they do that? Border states idiots. now are also taking matters into their own hands. Texas Governor Greg Abbott deploying a tactical border force of more than 500 troops. Abbott getting right to the point, saying Texas is responding to the chaos caused by Biden ending Title 42. Biden sent 1,500 men and women from the military to the border to do paperwork. I deployed elite trained soldiers to defend Texas. That was his tweet. The governor also posted this video last night showing barbed <laughs> wire installed across gaps in the border wall Hell where yeah. a massive group of illegals tried to cross just a few days ago. And what did he tweet? Wired shut. That's right. Dude, Governor Abbott's a beast. He's a beast. He, uh... He... <laughs> he, re he really walks the walk. <laughs> he's a beast. He's paralyzed. That's why it's funny. He's a, he's a paraplegic. He really walks the walk. I'm a piece of shit. This hour, yesterday. I do want to say I enjoy the fact that he is taking shit in his own hands. And that's what's going to get me fired up here in a little bit. Is that this is happening and nobody's doing a fucking thing about it. Like the federal government is so, so checked out. They could give a fuck less about our country, about our uh, security, and it, it's sad, but, but these local governments, that's where it's going to have to happen. People like Abbott, who are taking it upon themselves to, to send their troops out there, um, putting up barbed wire fencing where people could get in. I mean, that's fucking insane. That's awesome. Like, that's what we need is people saying, you know what? The feds aren't going to help us. They're not going to stop this. The White House is a fucking joke. So we're going to stop these motherfuckers. And I'm going to get into that. First thing I'm going to do, hold on. I'm going to go turn my light on. I can't see shit. I wish I had elevator music to pause this shit. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. My feet really do stink. I don't know why you guys need to know that. All right, let's see here. We broke the news on the monster-sized surge happening even before Title 42 expires. More than 26,000 people, nearly 7,500 of them gotaways, which means they're making in their way 72 in, and hours. we have no idea who at least 7,500 people were thereabouts. 
That happened in three days of this week. Watch. I'm afraid this horror will not end until Joe Biden's out of office. Anybody who, who tells you that this border is in any way under control uh, has either lost their mind or is lying. The only thing they've done on this border, Harris, is send more people to the border to process quickly, release quickly, because they care about the optics. In focus now. I'll tell you what they care about, and I, I explained this to somebody uh, just today, actually. And you're not supposed to talk about this, what I'm about to say. You're not supposed to say this word. I think you can get you banned on Twitter, or it did before Elon Musk took over. Um, and that's something called replacement migration. Now, what that is, is, and you, hell, if you're listening to this fucking show, you probably know what that is. But it, it, it's, uh, I was giving somebody earlier, like, reasons why they, you know, why we would want this chaos to be happening. And there's multiple reasons. But for starters, replacement migration, these fucking people, these Democrats know, I'll just say elitists, because I'm not even going to narrow it down to one side. Uh, but these elitists know that they're not going to get voted back into office again based on their terms and their policies alone because it's all big pile of dog shit. But if they get, you know, so many illegals, hundreds, millions of illegals into this country, um, now they have voters. So they, they, they get illegal immigration in complete chaos like it is now. And they pass all these fucking laws saying, uh, oh, anybody can vote. You know, it's racist if you, if, you, if you need ID to vote, if you need to prove residency to vote, prove that you're legal in order to, to, to vote for anything. That's racist. Remember that? That's racist. Well, that plus a bunch of fucking people coming over, well, there's more voters for you. Shake the pot. Give yourself a shot to get in the office. It's fucking pathetic. Now, Brandon Judd. National Border Patrol Council president. And he is actually in the center of that battle with the DHS. We'll get to that. First, let's go to Bill Malusian, who's live at the border in Brownsville, Texas, an area of extreme activity right now. Harris, good morning to you. I'm hearing from several very frustrated Border Patrol and ICE contacts who tell me they are absolutely flabbergasted that DHS and CBP put out a press release last night announcing this enforcement operation in El Paso today, targeting these gotaways camped out on city streets. The sources say they just gave up the element of surprise. So here's what DHS announced last night in part, quote, putting out a press release saying beginning May 9th, CBP agents and officers, along with law enforcement partners from ICE, will conduct a targeted enforcement operation. In so they just announced what they were going to do, and, and now people know. It's stupid. Um, enough of that stupid shit. So bottom line, Title 42 being lifted. Um, it's just insane the way that we are handling this. I mean, this is the worst. I've never seen anything like this. I really have not. Where is this fucking... Well, I can't find the fucking story now. Well, I'm looking for... So, I don't know if you heard about it, but the uh, the SUV mass murderer that plowed through uh, Brownsville uh, a few days ago uh, killed, I think, eight or nine people and, and severely wounded, like, 15 to 20. 
It was insane. And I actually saw the, the video. Um, and I got a pretty, I got a pretty strong stomach for shit. Like I, you know, grew up with the internet just being what it was. There's, you know, snuff films and things like that. Two girls, one cup. You know, people sitting on glass jars and in their asshole. I mean, I've seen it all, but I'm not a fan of just straight, like, I don't like watching shit like that. I had friends I grew up that was, they, they kind of got, you know, got off on that. They're like, it's fucking awesome. No, it's not. It's creepy. Sticks in my head. For, I mean, this, this footage has been in my head for footage. Why don't you scratch it? Uh, this footage has been in my head for fucking days, dude. Days. And, and it was a, it was a camera. So what it was, was a bu- I think a bus stop. And all these people were sitting, like I'm 20, 30 people were sitting um, on the curb of the bus stop, just waiting. Illegals. Aliens, if you will. And all of a sudden, this, this fucking SUV just comes through and plows over all of them. And then tips over. And when I say, you can't describe shit like that. Real bloody stuff, like, really looks fake. Like, when you see stuff in movies that looks fake, that's kind of how it would look. That amplified Hollywood... Like, if, if people really got ran over by a car, like, in a Hollywood movie, it would just be over over the top. You'd hear screams. You'd hear all this. You didn't hear shit in this video. Just silence. Just boom, a car. Knocked them over like bowling pins. It was fucked up. And, I mean, somebody walked up to the footage. Or, sorry, with got footage of, like, all the bodies. Why somebody was walking around recording People like missing limbs. It looked like it looked like fucking war. People with no legs. I mean, this is moments after it happened. Some asshole with the phones walking around because that's that, that you know that's the time we live in. Bad things happen. You gotta someone's gotta get it on video. Nobody help. Just gotta make sure we get it documented for Twitter. Um, but I mean, there was people with you know brains splattered out on the fucking concrete. It was bad. So we had that, and they had identified that guy as a uh, illegal immigrant with gang tattoos. Um, let me see. I know that this is on here somewhere. Uh, yeah, he had gang tattoos on him, and uh, it's pretty fucked up. I can't go to this website. This is really your stuff promoting like pedophilia. It's disgusting. The world's disgusting now. Let me just search SUV. Uh, I'm just trying to get the guy's name. Yeah, this is what I'm looking for right here. Wouldn't load it. Stupid fucking internet. Um, yeah, so the identity of the dude driving the SUV um, was revealed. Now, bear in mind, you got to keep in mind the narrative. I always talk about the narrative. The news before before was, of course, like, you know, this is white supremacy. There's possible white supremacy ties. Then they identify this guy as George Alvarez. He's an illegal immigrant. And the guy, I mean, the, the guy's picture, I mean, he's just, he's shirtless, he's fucked up, his eyes are all glassy and red. Covered in tattoos. So we had a tattoo on him. Uh, I think I had another story. No, I guess I didn't. So, there was another incident that happened uh, at a, I believe it was Texas, but it was a uh, mostly Hispanic mall. You have to say it like that now. Can't say it was a Mexican mall. Um, But you know what I'm talking about. 
and uh, it was a Hispanic mall, and and there was a there somebody did take video in the back of their car as this uh, Dodge Charger pulled up. Guy got out of the driver's seat and just starts mowing people down. All right, it's pretty pretty graphic. Well, not really. It was a phone video, and people just fell over, and you heard gunshots. So you can't really see anything, but you know what was happening. I mean, there was an eight-year-old girl that got blown her head off. It's fucked up stuff. But you have to talk about it because you got to know what's going on. You got to know how serious this shit is. And, uh, yeah, again, news media. Uh, the FBI says possible white supremacist ties. Because that's the narrative. This country's overrun with white supremacy. Which is the most huge amount of horse shit out of all of this. Just... If, if you listen to the news and Twitter every day, there's white supremacists everywhere. One in four pe- people are a white supremacist. It's insane. Um, so, yeah, the, the of course, none of that ev- evidence was found. And then the pictures came out of uh, a cop that was actually nearby carrying a legal firearm off duty. Uh, took this motherfucker out. Shot him in the head. Amazing. There's a picture of him laying there dead. Boom. So this guy was not only wearing full tactical gear, like government-issue gear, looked like a SWAT member, but you can see in the picture where he's laying there dead, on his hand was a tattoo from the same gang that Mr. George Alvarez was a part of, the SUV guy. So, but it begs the question, and again, like, who are the victims, right? Who are the victims... In these these incidents, all illegal immigrants. Some legal maybe, huh? but I know the ones at the bus stop illegal immigrants. So why is why are there illegal immigrants coming into the country and gratuitously murdering other immigrants? Why? Why is that the target? Seems kind of strange. I think it's a simple answer. Our government makes a lot of money with the cartels in Mexico together. Sounds crazy. With Title 42 being in place. Because when people get deported, our government makes money. The cartel makes money. Because the cartel is Mexico. Cartels. Excuse me. So when we lift Title 42... Because, you know, it's mean to have a closed border. It's racist. When we lift Title 42, all of a sudden, millions and millions of dollars are being lost. So what does the cartels do? Send these fucking psychopaths over here to fuck shit up, murder people, get really violent, to raise some eyebrows and go, we need to shut the border back down. We need to put this. And it puts me—it puts people like us in a really weird place because it makes you confused. It makes you go, whoa, wait, wait, don't we want the border to be secure? Or do we want it secure or do we not? So it's, it's kind of, it's 3D chess. Now, this information that I just shared with you, that theory is coming from like high ups in our government and immigration. Um, I've read it through multiple sources and, uh, I think that that's very clearly what's going on and this shit's going to continue. This is the part that's going to start to irritate me. 
<clears throat> this type of stuff, this type of violence, this uh, terrorism, that's what it is, is terrorism, is going to continue uh, because we're not doing anything to shut the border down. These people have to stop coming in here. We're letting all, I mean, millions and millions of people are coming into our country illegally, being detained, and then being released. Pedophiles, convicted pedophiles, are being detained, and our federal government is saying, no, 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 no. Uh, we're just going to charge them with a misdemeanor, and they get two months, and they're, they're released back into the public. Where your kids are, your family, you. I mean, if you live if you live somewhere near our U.S. border right now, you are not safe. It is not safe to go to the grocery store, the gas station, nowhere. Don't go to Walmart. You don't know what the fuck's going to go down. Because these psychopaths are out there walking around. Now, there's the other aspect, which is talking about lockdowns. So, so the theory right now is, at least for me, is that this whole migrant surge is going to lead to complete and total collapse in the event of more lockdowns, which we know they're... We know that's coming. We know that that's what they want to do. Whether it's whether it's another uh, lab-made virus. We got 45 new strains of COVID. You know, here's a new virus. It's going to make your butthole fall out. Everybody's got to lock down. And they'll say, especially the gays, because their buttholes are looser. They'll fall out easier. And then when you say that on Twitter, you'll get banned for talking about the buttholes of the gays. I'm joking, but it's so plausible. Luckily, I'll be safe. Isn't that right, folks? So what I mean by that is, you know, more lockdowns. So, you know, I've heard from from sources on other, like, programs and things that have spoke on the phone with, uh, uh, like, people who are in the police departments near the border who say, you know, the people coming across the border do not respect American values. They don't respect our freedoms. They think it's entitlement. They they don't, because they don't understand what our freedoms mean, what they stand for, the purpose of them. It's just not what they come from. Mexico is a failed state. So they're not, they don't know how this works. So when they come over here, they completely just disrespect and shit on all of our freedoms. So when the next time our government decides, oh, we're going to lock everybody down, whether it's for a virus or for climate change, which according to John Kerry is the reason why all these millions of, of illegals are coming over here. Oh, they're escaping climate change. Ooh, climate change. Get into that for another hour. They're escaping. Oh, they can't, you know, they they can't farm on their lands anymore. Okay, well, that's because we shut the world down for fucking six months. Two weeks to, call, to stop the curve. A whole year and a half of fucking lockdowns. That's what they always said. You starve the third world, 
or sorry, you you shut down the first world, you kill the third world. It's chain reaction. It's not fucking climate change. The government has done this. The world, I, I don't even, I hate to say globalist because it's just such a such an icky term, right? They've done this shit. The world elites have orchestrated all of this. I don't have enough time. I got like five minutes left to, to continue to rant. I don't have enough time to get into all that shit. Maybe, the, maybe on another episode. I'm sure of it, actually. Especially with what's going on. But when we do lock shit down, and all of these illegals are, are here now who don't respect our freedoms, they don't understand our rights, they don't cherish them the way we do, they'll give right in. They'll give right in. It'll be complete chaos. I've also got video of uh, that I just pulled up of somebody. It's off Twitter. It's somebody walking uh, in El Paso where illegals have been coming through, and they've completely just trashed the place. There's garbage, old nasty clothes, just trash everywhere. It looks like they had Woodstock right there, and nobody cleaned up. I have so much more I need to get into. I haven't even had time to get into the fucking the Project Veritas whistleblower exposing uh, Homeland Security being complicit in child sex trafficking at the southern border. That's the juicy shit. The the, the sex traffic, the child trafficking, is the main thing. I really when I started this whole border, you know, I I was planning to talk about the border. That's really the only, the main thing. But with all this going on, I mean, got to get into it. So I don't really have time, but I I will do a part two. This is only the part one of the border. Uh, I think uh, in a couple days, probably Friday, I will do another part to this. So don't you worry. We will get to the trafficking. I know how excited you all are to to hear me talk about child trafficking and how complicit the fucking United States government is. Uh, Matter of fact, fuck this. How much time I got? How long is this video? I might just do it now. I just do it now. Boom. Boom. Where are we at? Here we go. Hopefully you're aware of Project Veritas and James O'Keefe, who I think they got rid of James O'Keefe because they're crazy everybody everything everything good in, in independent media just gets completely corrupted let's see how long this video is 12 minute video i'm not gonna have time to do this the tax dollars of people who are listening are paying to put children in the hands of criminals and i said look i said i need to make you aware and they said tara we don't get sued by traffickers A government whistleblower with the Council of Inspectors General on Integrity and Efficiency has stepped forward to Project Veritas to detail her harrowing experience assisting with the placement of unaccompanied migrant children the Department of Health and Human Services. In 2021, this whistleblower volunteered to assist HHS with the placement of unaccompanied minors and was deployed to the Migrant Emergency Intake Site in Pomona, California. There, she witnessed the agency failing these children, as she puts it, doing the work of the cartels on your tax dollars. These vulnerable children, we care for them, we clothe them, we feed them. With your dollars and my dollars, we fly that product 
directly to the trafficker. God forbid it's sex trafficking. Project Veritas embarked on a nine-month investigation across the country to corroborate our whistleblower's claims. So he attempted to traffic children, and he's still at address in Texas. Yes, we have 44 unaccompanied children at that address. We have 25 unaccompanied children at that address. Project Veritas put boots on the ground, visiting scores of addresses the whistleblower shared from case files she worked on. What we found was shocking. Young children living with multiple older, unrelated men. And in one case from Gulf Freeway in Houston, Texas, a young girl who admits to her female sponsor using her for sex work. ¿Quién te patrocinó a ti? Una tía, pero me corrió en la casa. Bueno, de porque ella me ofrecía, ya no me gustaba eso. ¿Te ofrecía qué? Me ofrecía con los hombres. Pues. Pero ella, ¿cuántos hombres ella te obligó a estar con cuántos hombres? Bueno, con muchos, ni por. Porque no me gustaba lo que me decía. Me obligaba. ¿Ella de verdad fue, era tu tía o fue alguien que se... Dice que ella me conocía desde chiquita, pero yo no la conocía. I don't believe that this is something that HHS wants people to know. So there you go. This is a quick little uh, preview for what I'm going to talk about um, on the next podcast which should be only days out. So don't worry. However, uh, I am now out of time, which is crazy. The shit flew by. Um, but I, I appreciate everybody for listening and listening to my crazy man rants. But definitely look into some of this stuff. Um, and, and hopefully the fucking country doesn't collapse in the next, like, two days. But, yeah, I will check you guys out uh, in the next couple days. Look for another episode of Part 2 to the Border Chronicles. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll dive right into the trafficking part of it and the complicity complicity of our government. Um, Anywho, hopefully we're still here.